And you go to both in person? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. I'm there like three days before the event, setting up all the way through, making sure it goes well. Basically, Live Split is the software that uh, where all the all the data for your speed runs is held. It like splits your best time, your best segments, like all that stuff. And uh, that's been around for years. Um, yeah, so right now uh, we're, we've been pretty dedicated to current charity partner, which is Urban Arts. They're awesome. They're they're a nonprofit that are based in New York. And they basically help like underprivileged kids um, with uh, an after-school program to learn like video game design and coding for video games. That's really cool. Um, and art for video games. Yeah, it's it's awesome. They teach them like all these different programs and help them basically build a portfolio to apply for college. On Twitch, you literally have the handle speedrun. All right, lads, welcome back to Midweek MC, the part of the podcast where I sit down with an amazing co-host every single week. However, this week, it sadly isn't Captain Ajax. I know, I know, the only day I get Ajax to myself is on Wednesdays, and sadly, Wednesday was Valentine's Day, so he prioritized his girlfriend over me, which is fair enough, I guess. Uh, however, that means he can't be with us today, and it's, it's quite ironic because we're not even recording on Valentine's Day anymore. We were meant to, but now we're recording on the Thursday. However, it's fine because I do still have another co-host, as I mentioned. I am joined with Roman Rogeri. Hi. How are you today, Roman? I'm good. I'm good. I'm your I'm your breaking case of emergency co-host. <laughs> You're making a return. You're making a return from the last time that we recorded, which was uh, which was yeah. with Speed Silver. Yeah, like back in December or something. Yeah. Exactly. However, you are making a return for yet an amazing, another amazing guest. Believe it or not, we are introducing introducing. We're interviewing someone today. Oh my god, I'm stumbling over my words. <laughs> Would you like to introduce them? There we go, Roman. Let's just get this out of the way. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, we're interviewing Milo, who's the co-founder and head organizer of of uh, GCSA, Global Speedrun Association. Hi guys, thanks for having me. All right, welcome. You could have had a bit more enthusiasm with that, Roman, I must say. Sorry, <laughs> stutter sometimes, God. Uh... We're joined with Milo, the co-founder. I know, yeah. And head yeah. organizer of Global Speedrun. I think, I think <laughs> that does you a bit more justice now, to be fair. Yeah, there we go. I was about to uh, hop out of the car, but now, now I'm staying. <laughs> oh. But you're staying here, it's all good. In my defense, I struggle with tone sometimes. There, I'm pulling <laughs> no, out good. the neurodivergent card. I'm making you ableist orbits. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Not on no. my own podcast. I'm going to cut it. I'm going to have to cut it out Please. now. <laughs> no, you're not. Shush. So, Milo, welcome in. Uh, this is the first time you're doing anything like this, right? You were mentioning before the podcast that you've. this is the first time you're kind of talking about GSA in this kind of sense. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think towards the beginning of GSA, maybe Cheese and I uh, did a stream or something similar, uh, but it's definitely been a long time, so it feels like the first time for sure but that's fine i mean we're gonna get into all the ins and outs and stuff and you know cover basically the whole basis of speedrunning and as you've seen i've gotten a lot of speedrunners on the podcast i, I mean someone who has recently mm-hmm. started working with gsa which we'll get into talking about a little bit later on but i'm a big fan of speedrunning don't really do it myself i've tried in like a few senses of doing like minimal speedruns but nothing nothing world record worthy so but uh, you know through sure, the podcast is kind of my way to kind of connect with speedrunning in a sense before we begin and we get into the interview section of things i always like to give the intro for you to introduce yourself you know we've, we've mentioned how you work with gsa and we've mentioned your name but we have that doesn't really sum you up as a person so i always like to give you the floor to kind of introduce yourself yourself so who are you what do you do a fun fact you don't have to it's only if you want to anything like that sure I, well i really appreciate that um yeah so i'm milo um my name is well that's what i go by online my name is camilo let's see about me i mean yeah i uh co-founded uh, gsa and that's uh that's my full-time gig now 
now I, I oversee pretty much uh, everything to do with GSA, uh, from production to marketing to planning events to uh, well being at the events to uh, at the events to to make them happen. Yeah, so I'm pretty much uh, the GSA guy. And um, what else about me? Um, I live in Canada. I've lived here since I was five years old. Before that, I was in Columbia, uh, where I was born. And uh, what else? I'm super. I feel like a lot of people don't know this about me, but my I'd say my biggest passion uh, my whole life has been soccer. Actually, um, oh my no way. <laughs> yeah, uh, speed. But I, I really maintain that as like a really a hobby. You know, I, I play a lot of soccer, watch a lot, and play a lot of FIFA and whatnot. But um, yeah, I'd say speed running is is a strong second, and it's what I I guess where my like ideas in what I want to do as a career and um, that side of uh, my passion, I guess, um, where that comes out, and I devote um, most of my time to in that sense. So yeah, that's a bit about me. Now that we've established that I am in fact British, but the rest of the podcast, if that topic comes up, you have to call it football no calling it soccer on my I'm podcast no way. Oh, way. oh no ajx uh the, the normal co-host the regular co-host of midweek mc he's also a big uh, football fan what team do you support the normal one. okay uh yeah i've been a, a barcelona fan since i since I 2006 it. or so when i saw ronaldinho play um yeah. and well not in person but you know um, <laughs> yeah yeah just so then, play, yeah. <laughs> you were a kid <laughs> yeah i think if back then if you were a kid and you saw ronaldinho play you were trying to play like Ronaldinho so yeah I'm a, I'm a Barcelona fan and then uh you know since you mentioned your, your British uh my British team has always been Arsenal but um oh. recently it's been Man City obviously for the Barcelona con- connection with Guardiola but yeah 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 I mean you know, the, the Barcelona <laughs> choice I respect the English team <laughs> but you know I mean I, I saw the clip on Twitter obviously we do research when we bring people on and you're not bad at football you are pretty good at uh, the, the clip that you oh, posted so, yeah yeah i used to i mean i played my whole life um i definitely used to be at a like higher competitive compet- sorry, higher competitive level uh when i was younger but oh. you know still, still get out there every now and then and then you turn to speed running look at that eh? <laughs> yeah well i've been happy to you know it's uh i don't know i feel like it scratches the for a long time i i used to speed run myself uh you know mario 64 and scratch that same part of my you know competitive part of my brain the grind and and all of that um so yeah i'd say it's well not super related but um still uh uh, definitely gets the blood pumping i guess before we started recording the podcast we uh, we established that roman is only brazilian roman do you play football by any chance this is actually kind of funny i think i've always said this i think i'm the only person in the entirety of brazil that actually does not enjoy playing (laughs) or watching football i'm i've always been a basketball person and it caused me a lot of problems in school because nobody wanted me on their football team because i don't i didn't care about football (laughs) i was the only person who who was like okay i want to play basketball and that'd be right, like possibly. one of the only people interested ever nice i wish I, you were in my school when i was a kid it's actually kind <laughs> but of it was really yeah I, I love really? football i do love football but i was always a kid who wanted to play basketball in pe but i, I just feel like such a, I, I don't know if it's because yeah same i don't know if it's because also i was just like naturally taller for most of my life so i don't know if it's just because i never really played football but my coordination with my feet and my legs is so clunky for football because i never really did it anyway for basketball i'm so i just i it's just feels so natural to me and not being able to play basketball most of my life except like in small groups or alone i was just like well whatever you guys can play football i'll just kind of play defense and then just kick <laughs> kick stuff around every now and then <laughs> well, now that, we've and that was my life now that we've do established you, you don't like football oh sorry milo no sorry i just said you do what you can you know you make it work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i try to help how i can you know what i mean well now that we've established That's that you I don't think. like football i think for the rest of the podcast it should just be me and you talking milo let's just forget she's here <laughs> 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 who's uh who's your team by the way 
orbits that you support. So uh, a quick a quick little rundown because we probably should get into the main topic of yes. talking about you and speedrunning. Right. <laughs> so when I was younger, I, my parents don't like football. I not here like gaming, which is really ironic because I love gaming. I love football. So I supported the team that my uncle did. He lived up in Manchester. He supported Manchester United. It made sense at the time. And so when he moved down oh. to like uh, London, he started supporting Arsenal because it was a more local team. Uh, so I started. I mm-hmm. carried on supporting Manchester United because that was the team I was given or like the team that I was originally liked, etc. And then, right. uh, like as of recently, like earlier, like later half of last year, uh, I became financially stable, and I don't live too far from West Ham Stadium, so I've been going to like West Ham games, and it only oh, made fun. sense if I'm going to a bunch of West Ham games to actually support the team because I live nowhere near Manchester. So I said for the sake of it, like I still have Manchester United as heart because they're my childhood team, but for the sake of like you know supporting local teams and going to games, I've said oh, I'm, I'm part of West Ham as well now. It makes no sense not to be kind of thing. Right. Awesome. Might be a better time to be a West Ham fan than a United fan anyway. <laughs> you say that, they just got smacked by 6-0 by Arsenal. So... Oh, that's true. That's true. Kind of a funny time to say it. But exactly. Yeah, so. yeah that, that was rough. I was watching that, definitely. But you didn't like football. What do you mean? You know you weren't watching <laughs> yeah, it. Why exactly. are you lying? You weren't I'm watching just lying it. to fit in. No, no fitting in. Oh, yes. Room, I'm sorry. They kicked that ball real good. Okay, right. <laughs> listen so other than the whole football scene we've talked about how you know your name is milo gsa you work or i I mean co-founder of global speedrun association however what is global speedrun association we we can say the name but what and we can say this is something to do with speedrunning but what actually is it yeah that's a very fair question um so uh gsa is i mean we call it an an org a speedrunning organization we host and produce uh and stream um speedrunning events um that uh uh, raise money for charity and uh, mainly for our main focus in content is like competitive uh, speed running so the esports there's speed run esports if you will so yeah we stream all of that at twitch.tv slash speed run uh, we do mostly online events but you know twice a year or whenever we get invited to other in-person events as well but yeah twice a year we have an in-person event uh, called pace uh, that's a week long uh, and yeah that's uh, that's pretty much what we do so is pace like a separate entity because I'm on I'm on the pace uh, site right now and if I go to like home as I said, it has a bunch of featured tournaments. So how exactly? Oh, that's start.gg. Okay, so you use the site start.gg, but your thing is Pace. Yeah. There you go. You got it. Yeah. So Pace is uh, one of the events that GSA produces is probably the, the best way to look at it. And then how, so you say events are twice a year. We have one in, see, this is this is a big because I'm looking at Pace Summer 2024 Speedrun Convention. I'm assuming that's you guys, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. So it says June 2nd to the 8th, 2024. But then there's a list of important dates and time so it's february 3rd which is affiliated hotel room reservations oh okay so this is just setting up for the event feb 17th mm-hmm. feb 29th got you okay right and then the uh and then that's in that's hosted in america right usa yeah in maryland yeah where's maryland sorry i'm not really too clued up on American <laughs> geography <laughs> that's okay yeah maryland is on the east coast i mean i'm canadian so i'm not super you know in the oh north. yeah you're not even american yourself jeez <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i know I it's, it's like it. east can... coast <laughs> Uh, yeah. By Delaware, New Jersey, uh, kind of around all those states, New York. That's for my American mm-hmm. viewers because I still have no clue. But there I don't need go. to know. It's fine, <laughs> you know. Like, so. but the, the the first one's in June. When's the second one take place? Give us. Uh, so yeah, we usually do June and November. So pace summer and fall. And you go to both in person. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. I'm there like three days before the event, setting up all the way through, making sure it goes well. It's a bit of a weirder question, so it's fine if you don't 
answer this because I'm, I'm not sure if you'll be able to but i am i'm gonna ask it for the sake of it sure how exactly is that trip funded is that through you is that through your earnings from like gsa is it funded by gsa specifically it's a bit of a weirder question but i am kind of curious how it works for conventions such as this sure um so it's mostly ticket sales is our like biggest source of income and uh second is sponsorships slash ad revenue both are like pretty close i would say yeah so ad revenue from our twitch streams my mom and you specifically sorry like the hotel room the flights oh. how do you is it oh, gotcha. is out of your own pocket is that funded by the company do, do you know what i mean by like when company. people go on like business trips for example yes yeah so how, how, yeah, how, yeah, how does that work by the company that's that's exactly right yeah oh, okay cool right there's it was, it, there wasn't really much to build on that it was just to kind of throw out that question because <laughs> i've just never really i've always been quite curious how that stuff kind of works sure. no, i was gonna ask as a follow-up to that well orbits if you mind um yeah of course i was gonna ask if kind of funding these kinds of conventions is kind of like the ultimate goal of running all the non-in-person non in person events because like obviously getting people together in this way is like a massive feat is that like kind of a general goal is can we get these conventions out year after year yeah definitely um i mean so i guess there's two parts of it one is like um yeah how it actually happens and two like like why do we try so hard to make them happen and like what what's the point i guess so i guess it's easier to answer the the second one uh, first mm -hmm. um which is that like in-person events uh or speed running for me personally is like the peak of um community interaction and where it really just all comes to a climax like you know where we're online uh, all the time with our friends and we build our you know our communities and our friendships and these memories and and we play our games and we discover the strats and everything like all online and then it all coming together in person um you know at the the wide variety of speedrunning events that there are obviously not just gsa ones is like i don't know it's so special and it's really what makes me want to keep doing this so that's like priority number one i would say as far as like what i want to keep doing with gsa so the then there's a side of like how do we actually make it happen um i always try to um make like each individual event whether it's online or in person um at least break even on its own so without having to be you know without it having to lean on uh, other other aspects of the business um or you know other aspects of the business yeah funneling its success into making something else happen that is on its own losing money um so yeah i definitely try to be as like sustainable as possible so that we can be doing this for, for as long as we can that's really amazing thank you so genuine Thanks. as well that's the thing like it's such a <laughs> genuine like but i mean it's just it's just it's nice to hear it because i think this is the first time in 83 episodes of the podcast that we've really had someone on who like, we, i mean i've had the the ex sadly ex uh like head of twitch rivals on the podcast and obviously we've had noxite and stuff but like we never really had it of like someone who is straight up managing their own convention like the convention is about you and about what you do i know you're co-founder but for the sake of the podcast i'm, I'm we're specifically speaking to you do you do you know what i mean it's like it's just yeah, it's just sure. it's so genuine that. to hear this like <laughs> this is what you do <laughs> no for, for sure i mean um yeah i guess as a segue saying you know this is what you do i've i've just i've really loved speed running since uh since i stumbled across it in 2015 i think it was um on twitch that i saw i discovered twitch in 2015 and then i saw on the front page uh that somebody was speedrunning clint stevens was speedrunning ocarina of time uh which was like my favorite game ever favorite zelda game and uh yeah just through that then i started watching like mario speedruns and then other speedruns and i was just hooked um so i tried you know speedrunning speedrunning myself for, for a couple years mario 64 um made a bunch of friends in the community and all that and uh yeah i guess i've always had like a brain for like seeing what's already um what people are doing in something or what's going on with so, like a community or an industry or something and then my brain just starts to think like you know what if
if what if we did this like this is happening so like why can't we do that or you know so i think that's just through all of that loving speed running and then making friends in the community and seeing all the different things that were going on uh, i just thought you know like in person um competitive speed running could be a thing making an event out of that and all of that so um yeah i think that's that's kind of what the the what my brain has been trying the itch that my brain has been trying to scratch since i've uh been in the community and now we're here i guess to look at a bit of funny irony so the last time that roman co-hosted a podcast i mentioned at the start uh she co-hosted with uh speed silver so just to explain it to you and whoever uh, is, is maybe listening to this and doesn't really keep up with minecraft uh, speed silver is the brand new owner of a minecraft server right and it's doing pretty it's doing really well actually and he's the owner of it right so the line that i said on his podcast or i, I think i did or i said it on another podcast regarding hoplite it's called hoplite i said it's a it's a server about uhc created by the uhc community because speed silver was originally a uhc right. creator and then made uhc server so he knew exactly what he wanted he knew exactly what the community wanted he knew exactly what to do what not to do that kind of stuff gsa as you've explained it right now is essentially a global speedrunning association created by the speedrunning community or in like you, you know what I mean like you are a speedrunner you created this you know exactly what people want you know what people don't want and you're not limited to certain games i mean you know you said your one of your favorite ones to speedrun or like see speedrun was the zelda uh, like i guess the, i you said a specific name sorry I, i'm not too clued up on multiple game names but just <laughs> that's okay. that's yeah. zelda. but like here you know the, the first one that's being speedrun is super mario 64 so like you're able to because you've done speedrunning and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you're able to look at the variety of things you know what people want you know what to do you know what not to do because you're a speedrunner who has created this speedrunning association right yeah that, that's exactly right um yeah one of the beauties of speedrunning is that um i mean variety doesn't even begin to to explain it because you know you can speedrun any game any game um so you know although speedrunning is this like umbrella that like all these different communities fall under and yes we're all speedrunners like each game has its own community has its own culture has its own you know events that they like to go to the way they interact with each other um how welcoming they are like um yeah it's uh it's definitely been a i don't know a joy that i've stumbled upon by doing uh, what, what we've done with gsa is working with all these different communities and really feeling that um getting to know so many of them working with them on different events and um uh yeah it's it's definitely i've gained a lot of insight uh on on how different communities work and and all that kind of thing when was gsa founded what year yeah I'm summer of 20 yeah summer of 2018 so it would have been july i believe was our first event so it's only six years Online. then still fairly recent yeah yeah um for sure and i mean COVID obviously took took a couple of those years as far as oh, like in-person yeah, events and mm-hmm. and the momentum that we were building yeah um but i'd say where we're at now is beyond where we would have been in 2020 uh when we were you know really building to our next in-person event that got canceled obviously um so yeah no no complaints and it has been a ride for sure and you've got respect to i mean getting past that boundary of like covid you content creators covid really really benefited but people in your sense of like running events and all that kind of stuff that requires irl situations really set you back to be able to bypass that and step past and be like yeah we're in 2024 we're hosting two big events this year we're already starting on it like it's february we're already doing the twitch like is it qualifiers that you've been doing is it just to kind of put it mm-hmm. bluntly as like you know you've been doing qualifiers you've been doing this you've been doing that like and to, to not let those two years where you're like oh crap we can't do anything in person to now yeah. look at us so you know it's big respect <laughs> for that <laughs> oh thank you yeah definitely we we we, uh, we had to pivot everything to online as you know everybody did really but i honestly um 
I didn't lean into the content creation side of things, you know, planning events online and all this, all those sorts of things, collaborating with influencers and other speedrunners and all that um, as much as we could have during those online years. Um, I think just when COVID hit, it was right around the time that I felt like I had been taking on too much uh, with GSA and all of the events that we had committed ourselves to and everything. So it kind of came at maybe the right time for me in the end. Maybe it was a blessing in disguise for, for me personally, as far as like having to just slow down, put a pause on things. And uh, yeah, I definitely did that for the better part of, of 2020. And then once things started ramping up in 2021 again, and then 2022 in person, I really felt fresh and like I came back to it all with a, a new perspective and maybe a more sustainable perspective. Um, and it, I think it's really helped ever since. I think it's a really healthy way of looking at it because it, it would be easy to get like caught up in like any negatives or anything instead. But actually looking mm-hmm. at the bright side of things is such like a healthy perspective to have. And I wanted to ask, actually this is something that i really i couldn't find anything about it when i did the, the research for the podcast but uh, i really wanted to know how did the gsa first become an idea for its founders like how did it go from you know we are speed running we love speed running we're in this community mm-hmm. i want to make an organization about it in, or, in order to actually like organize these events and these get-togethers and uh, how did they take that idea and turn it into you know reality like an actual organization that can do these things for sure uh, yeah it's a great question so uh by 2018 um, I had been in the community for a couple of years, like I said, you know, streaming and speedrunning R64 myself. And I had, you know, made a lot, lots of friends, both online and in person at GDQ events that, that I had gone to. Um, and two of those friends, um, well, one of them was Steve, Steve O'Broyle, who is one of the co-founders as well. And then Cheese, who is another co-founder. And uh, yeah, I think it was sometime after uh, a GDQ in 2018 um, that me and Cheese just started to, you know, hang out online more and, and talk more uh, with Steve as well, who's a friend. And uh, just in those conversations about speedrunning and about what we loved about Mario and all these, me, me and Steve specifically uh, both realized we had like all these ideas of like, you know, speedrunning so cool and speedrunning and Mar- like Mario, the Mario community and everything is, is so great. And like, the, there's so many things that uh, that we could do. There's so much more that, that could be done. Um, and uh, yeah, we both had ideas for like leagues, competitive leagues, for tournaments, um, for different kinds of events. And uh, eventually Steve was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to host an event. I'm going to do it. Uh, and it was the first one that we ever did was the 120 star, the Mario 64 120 star relay tournament that we did. And, um, you know, I, I said, you know what, I'll, I'll help you do it. Uh, I'll, you know, figure out, uh, I mean, I can produce it. I got a PC, we'll figure it out. And through doing that and realizing that we wanted to do so much more, um, I said, you know, we should make like, you know, a brand around this or like a, um, a Twitch channel, like some kind of identity where like people will recognize you know, this is the group that hosts speedrunning events, basically, um, competitive events, in-person events, uh, whatever it is that we do in the future, and to not limit ourselves to, you know, some kind of like a Mario branding or anything like that, because obviously we came from the Mario community. Um, I just try to think of like the most generic, like cast the wide net um, name that, that I could think of. And so I just kind of thought like, I don't know why I based it off of like the NBA National Basketball. So I just went like Global Speedrun Association. I just thought it was like generic. It was like available. No one was really doing something like that. Um, so yeah, we just went with that, started doing events online and just kind of
then I went from there. Never looked back. Did oh, that's really amazing here, actually. Yeah. Did the name by any chance stir up any conversation? I mean, Global Speedrun Association. You've kind of like taken the whole kind of yeah, where the place you come for speedrunning. Obviously, there's always of other speedrun tournaments. I mean, you know, Oliver. Surely you know MCSR rank that exists. And it's like Glo Global Speedrun Association, like NBA. I mean, that's NBA is the, the face of basketball. You guys, how right. how I would look here right now with that name is the face of speedrunning. So did that cause any like conversation regarding the name? For sure, and and that's totally fair. Um, I guess how how I see it is that we just didn't want to put a, and I'm not necessarily saying that anyone that does brand uh, their org or what they're doing in a specific way that they are doing this, but we just didn't want to put a limit on it or like pigeonhole ourselves. So that's why I just try to make it as like generic as possible. Um, it was never an intention to be like we're the um, I don't know the official channel of speedrunning or something like like anything that's not us like isn't a, like that would be so silly because we were starting off like there's so many well-established orgs and content creators and like channels on twitch and all that stuff that have done so much more for speedrunning uh especially at that time um you know like obviously gdq is the obvious one yeah so we, we just it was never about like <laughs> trying to be the the sole face of speedrunning because there is no sole face of speedrunning that's obviously silly it was literally just to like be try and be professional if we were gonna turn this into a brand and like in the future try and get sponsors and like you know make this whole thing around it while yeah just trying to be general so that we could do events in other parts of the world and um if it ever got to that point uh work with any communities that we wanted uh because so, it would make sense because we're you know global speed run like that's just super general yeah that was the intention um i know it, it did end up coming off a certain way to like certain people in the beginning i don't think it's uh in the last like several years i've really felt that from any community that we've tried to work with or like seen stuff online or anything um but i know that in the very beginning it was like yeah who who are these guys why are they the global speedrun association and i totally get that um in hindsight for sure it's less like we are the speedrun association of the entire world and more like oh anyone in the entire world can speedrun under our association in these tournaments and these conventions or whatever they want to partake in it's like we're open to everyone more so yeah there you go we're not the speedrun yeah we're a global speedrun association mm -hmm. like yeah it's like these are our ideas for events that we want to do like does anyone want to work with us do you guys think it's also cool do you want to watch like that's that's kind of the ethos of it all with psa then so right now you're doing mario well I, oh god i'm gonna buy this so poorly and i uh super mario 64 120 stars there we go i got the exact name before i fumbled <laughs> uh what other exact what's what's the entire list of games that you've done because this one feels like it's the most popular one because this oh, isn't the first yeah. time you're doing it right so what other what other yeah. ones have you done throughout the years like the fullest. oh gosh if you can remember oh, as much um, as you can remember here sure yeah so we have a i definitely have a, a list of at least some of them definitely not going to be able to name all of them but i mean we've done yeah obviously mario 64 mario odyssey we've done celeste a lot of celeste stuff uh we did a tournament with the Mega Man community Mega Man x specifically um we've done mario kart double dash we've done super metroid we've done spongebob battle for bikini bottom we did paper mario we did diddy kong racing spongebob um, battle for bikini bottom <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah big speed game. Game, believe it or not what an interesting uh, you know like i i respect it but what an interesting game to speed run of all, of all ones you could have done <laughs> yeah yeah you'd be surprised how many really really cool glitches and like strats and, and everything are in there yeah shout out to to shift for sure he's like the the biggest um uh battle for bikini bottom streamer and like um runner that has been like grinding the game for years and really done so much for that community so um yeah he's uh one of the guys for example that you know i mentioned before um that we've had the pleasure of meeting through
through working with all these different communities and, and learning their stories and like you know um yeah uh, I um, love that idea, man. sorry <laughs> yeah. sorry to cut you off mid-list my bad no, so no, I just, it just stood out to me i was like oh my god like yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah it's a it's a unique one for sure um but also we've done mario a lot of mario maker stuff uh we've worked with the sonic community especially recently on like sonic adventure uh games i think we we do a 2d sonic tournament i'm not sure if we did but uh jack and dexter what else what else aeon drive that was like this indie game that came out a while ago yeah so we've definitely been all over that. and that's just tournament um that we've like allocated a lot of time to like doing over a month or whatever or longer um then there comes like uh uh, you know at during our charity marathon we like like a bunch of other um, marathons uh, host showcase runs for uh, hundreds of different games uh, over the years where yeah like people will submit um, to do their speed runs at our events um, and then they they come and put on a great show uh, helping us raise money for charity and and yeah those games I mean that's been hundreds like I said so I wouldn't be able to <laughs> even come close to naming them all yeah um, speed runs in general just like surprise me and shock me in in like a very positive way in a sense of how not even about free time but how the heck do you find that glitch how do you find that method what is going through your head to decide <laughs> screw it i'm gonna run into that brick wall and it's gonna boost me into the air right yeah. what is going through i mean i guess people spend the entire get game walking through it but then it's also about the memory of it it's also about executing it you have to run an entire full game executing i mean one of my favorite ones to watch outside of minecraft was uh the friday period of time there was an escape from lavender island uh, speed run competition going on that okay. was so fun to watch and it's just like you're doing everything perfectly so how is this person save time by 30 seconds how is this person now cut it down a minute like how what are you possibly doing to be like oh yeah wait that's just saved me 20 seconds like how do you find that you know yeah the the margins um yeah strat discovery glitch discovery like that is one side of like what's really insane about speed running and about the grind um you know people put so much time into discovering those things and then so much time into practicing those things to actually perform them in runs and it just becomes this like like you're saying like just super impressive like display of skill and knowledge of the game and everything there's like that side of it and then kind of like what you said like how did you save like you know this time this other person did it seemingly the same way the granular differences that there are in speed games especially where the skill ceiling skill ceiling is so high um yeah seeing those tiny differences um is really special as well because like those are the things that speedrunners will know take hours and hours and hours um to make you know effective and consistent and uh yeah worth it in your run so and that's how you save time that's how you save seconds especially over speed runs that are you know 30 minutes an hour or longer um that adds up and that's that's part of the grind as well what i find quite like incredible about a lot of these speed runs especially the ones that pop off around 2018 2019 is a lot of them are really old games that people grew up with and that when mm -hmm. you were asking about the how do people find these you know glitches and exploits and and shortcuts and anything else that you can do to make like a speed run lose that much time or, or get back that much time i suppose make it faster is um these people like who play these games from childhood like people who are really dedicated to say super mario 64 will then have so much time to explore like when, when you run through the game enough times you will inevitably think what if i do this differently and then you just suddenly find the glitch where you exploit like the game physics i remember there was one speed run this was like i, I don't know when i saw this but it must have been like two years ago at least there was a speed run where somebody cut time from their game because some kind of like minuscule solar flare glitched their game and made them like get like a, a slightly faster
extra time on a speedrun in a specific part of a Super Mario game. And that is like such a ridiculous coincidence that this person was trying to speedrun the game and then a tiny little solar flare glitched their game into making something impossible happen, like a like a specific jump that shouldn't have been possible to cut that time back. And then there's also the like actually recreatable glitches that happen that people have their whole life to explore with. And I think that's one of the reasons that these old games are so popular is because people have really fond memories of them and then they have all this stuff to explore and the reason to explore it to compete with each other like that is so fascinating to me i absolutely adore that 100 percent. yeah that's that's what immediately hooked me about stumbling across uh ocarina of time speedruns was that like as soon as i saw like the glitches that uh that these runners were doing and you know i just i i was hooked i like i needed to know more and more and like understand like yeah how was this discovered why like why are they doing this like and then seeing the new strats and you know and then understanding there's immunity and a bunch of runners that are like trying to break world records it was just yeah like you're saying it's just so so interesting so cool do you guys at conventions like battle around the a group and and like trade trade uh secrets <laughs> like has that <laughs> always been like a thing where you huddle oh if you do this and then sometimes maybe they won't be true but i imagine that most of the time they will be people just go like oh if you do this with your controller at this specific time you can save 15 milliseconds off this run and then you try it yeah. and it's actually a ruse <laughs> or then you try it and it's actually true i imagine that's most likely the scenario is that it's most likely true but still a hundred percent yeah it sounds it sounds hilarious um and again very granular like these little secrets i guess but yeah absolutely i mean all of the one, one of the beautiful things about the speedrunning community um and this is pretty um standard throughout all the different ones for different games is that the aspect of like collaboration to help each other uh find strats and like learn strats um and share basically just uh sharing of knowledge um is is far and wide like the standard mm-hmm. um, in speedrunning communities. So all of those little things that um, one person might know, those things, those that information is out there. But for speed games where it's like really difficult to pick up all those things on your own, or you know, there might just be uh, uh, resources that are like a bit scattered in like different areas and discords or whatever. Yeah, so sometimes you will be at an event uh, and you'll see somebody do a backup strat for something, and it just blows people's mind away. Like what? Like you can do that, or you know, and then like you get into it, like. Show me that like you know teach me that because yeah that that's definitely one of the beautiful things of of in-person events as well is sharing those like little tips and tricks um that people might not know in that is a really bit of sorry i was just gonna say that's a really great bit of community building that i didn't you don't often see elsewhere and i find that really adorable and the, and the most like positive so it's imaginable like it's such Absolutely. a healthy community to be a part of in, in that sense to kind of yeah, like awesome. relate to a sense here the, the best way i can do it is through minecraft I've, lo- I've, I've watched a lot of minecraft speedrunning sorry i mean i guess minecraft podcasts is fine but um when i watched like so minecraft 1.16 is coming up on four, being four years old right it came out june 2020 it's nearly four years old and that's the main speedrunning version is 1.16 as far as i'm aware unless mm-hmm. i'm just completely having a mirror here but i'm pretty sure it is uh, so and even <laughs> four years later now people are still finding like seeds that are like there's like a glitch seed where like you can spawn in minus a certain block it jump like drops you straight into the end pool and you do like a certain thing to kill the end dragon i mean only fairly recently within like a span of two weeks the RSG world record was broken three times for the first time in like eight months and it all, and it all happened within the span of two weeks and it's gotten down to the point now where like somebody got a, a seven minute one second run showing that a sub seven minute is possible wow. four years later you know people are still finding ways to make the game faster they're still finding seeds that are like oh crap this is a sub seven seed if I do this right if I do this right and it's bound to happen at one point but it's just crazy between like even with like the Mario games and even with like your favorite game I'm sure all these years later if people speed on it enough they're probably 
probably still going to find a time saver. And it's like, how has no one ever found that before? And it's, it's yeah. just how it works, you know? Exactly. Uh, it's another beautiful part of it all is that, you know, um, you think you know a game after playing it for years and years. And then, yeah, suddenly somebody stumbles across some idea or like revisits a theory that somebody proposed years before um, or whatever it is. And it just kind of like blows it wide open again. Like it feels like a new game sometimes that or at least this specific section of the game feels brand new and like suddenly you gotta you know revisit all the strategies that you do implement the new ones and yeah it's just i think it's just a, a really great testament to like uh what what humans do i don't know we come together and we like figure things out and we even when they seem to be done and optimized we find new ways to like well yeah reinvent them and yeah you definitely see that in a lot of cool ways in, in speedrunning for sure and that stands out to me and probably a lot of people recently was the discovery of a uh, a strat called carpetless uh in mario 64 is something that was for you know a decade or more uh seen as just impossible and kind of a meme like wow it's so cool that we can do this uh with with tools with tool assisted speed runs like it's possible in the game um but no human is ever going to do this and then somebody figured out a way to do it um and that saved like i don't know uh someone will correct me but like something like 45 to like 55 seconds or something crazy Jeez. um and for a game as optimized as mario 64 it just like they're calling it just like the renaissance of, of the game because it was so huge so yeah that's just one of the examples i'm sure there's lots uh, across the like i said hundreds of communities that there are what about you, you like your speedrunning you know we've touched on the fact that you're a speedrunner and you've had speedrunning experience and stuff but like have you got any world records like what's your best run <laughs> what about you specifically being a speedrunner sure yeah so i was on you know the grind the real grind like every day for like a year and a half when i got into mario 64 that would have been from like 2016 to sometime in yeah like late 2016 maybe 2017 or something to 2018 when i started doing gsa and then i kind of put um the speed running myself kind of on the back burner which is something that this year i am going to get back to actually funny enough um i said something similar last year but this year i, I really mean it i have like all of my stuff to practice and and everything so i'm just getting all that set up but uh yeah uh, as far as like where i peaked i guess i was like maybe top 30 maybe 25th or something uh on the 120 star leaderboards and in, in mario 64 my time wasn't all that great uh definitely nothing to brag about now i'm probably like 120th place or something with uh you know all the new runners that uh have come after me but uh yeah i'd say like my highlights were like yeah maybe being top 30 or something at one point uh and uh having a couple of world record i think two maybe world records in specific stars just singular stars in the game yeah i'd say those would have been my highlights you say 120 is not impressive I'd, I'd like to say it is i mean still being that high <laughs> out of like a, a, a population and i mean there's at least over a thousand people living on earth like give or take so right you know like to be in the top 100 you know? <laughs> sorry okay sorry but still in all that's, a, that's like, a good way to look at it it is pretty no, I'm crazy a God to like, be that i appreciate high. that considering like in all seriousness how many people there are on earth and how many people have played that game wherever meaning to speedrunning wherever just playing it wherever just being being faster i mean there's so many times that i've run a game and i'm like oh my god this is like i've done it in like 20 minutes that's real fast and i go and look i'm like somebody's beat the game in free <laughs> it's like yeah hmm, yeah well then yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. kind of fills my hopes a little bit so it's kind of like yeah, big the, props. thank you that's that's really nice a nice way to look at it for sure i guess i am a god gamer then i'll just say that <laughs> um no but uh i guess that's kind of the what you just described maybe the equivalent to like the smash phenomenon where like you know a lot of players that are in the competitive uh, smash community you know they're like oh yeah i like beat all my friends i've like never lost i've always been the best in my neighborhood or 
whatever. And then they go to a tournament and they just get wiped. Like they just realize they have no idea how to actually play the game competitively. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Once you stumble across these communities that have really been about it for years and years and been scientific about it, um, it's crazy what they've done. It really is. It's so impressive. Have you ever watched the movie Pixels? I haven't. No. Oh, it's like, it's like a it's like a movie with Adam Sandler in it. Probably one of these more kind of mellow tone ones. And it's just like I guess like the concept. It's a weird concept, but there's just a scene in it of when he's younger, right? And like he's playing in the arcade, and then like a bunch of kids surround him, watching him play the game, and he's really good at it. And then he goes to like the championships, and it's just like I guess that's the same speed one. And you could just be this like hometown little guy, like you said, who's beating all your friends. And in your case, you said it. No, in this in the case you said it, where they realize they're not as good. But then it could also be a case of you're playing, you're playing, you're playing. One of your friends are like, oh, you should join this, and then you end up de- demolishing it. And it's like, oh, I thought I was just like good against my friends. I didn't know I was actually good in a competitive scene, or vice versa. Yeah, you know, yeah. you think you're shit hot, and then actually you're just shit. <laughs> so, oh. yeah. but it's true. It's true. Like you know, it's just it's just crazy how like you know. I I mean, in my case, I'm seeing. I'm like, oh my god, like 20, 20 minutes was still fast. I can't remember what the game is specifically, but there was a game that happened, and twenty minutes was still fast, all things considered. And like, I mean, it probably would have been top like thousand, I think it was or something. So like, I'd still I'd still count that as good as like copium. But you know, it's like in comparison to three minutes, it's just oh my days. Then these people are also putting in that effort to get the three minute time, whereas I was just playing the game casually, kind of thing. I like that you said Makes an sense. Adam Sandler movie where he has like a moment where you see his younger self. That narrows it down very little. Well, <laughs> that no, is I literally said unrelated. the movie <laughs> name. It's called Pixels. I know you did, but oh, Adam Sandler and there's his younger self is I think the premise of every Adam Sandler movie. Every Adam Sandler movie ever. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I still yeah. named the movie, so if anyone wants to go watch it, you can. That's literally not the plot. That is not the plot in the movie, but no. it doesn't change anything. Yeah, my point still stands on the left. <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, kind of moving back into GSA then, and talking more about that. This podcast is kind of just all like, we're just having a general conversation here. There's not really a format to it. There's no format of, oh, let's ask this, this, this. It's just kind of having a conversation and learning more about it, because GSA is fairly recent to me. I mean, as soon as Oliver got announced for it, that was the first time I'd ever heard about it. And instantly, I DM'd you, I was like, oh, come on podcast because <laughs> because i thought that'd oh, awesome. be really sick to talk to you about it so it's completely fresh for me so i'm literally just talking to you learning everything here obviously we've done research but it's different talking to the actual person themselves you know so definitely cool. what are... yeah um oh sorry go oh, sorry go ahead no no, no go, go. Oh, i was just gonna mention yeah the, the recent addition of oliver sorry, oliver has been great um yeah we were super excited uh that he really uh, what me personally i get super excited whenever i meet somebody that is an organizer in uh, the speedrunning community because there really aren't a lot of us um, and there's so much uh, especially once things start start to scale for your org or whatever it is that you're doing there's so much overlap of like what we've had to deal with I'm sure that like it just feels like you know a brother like cut from the same cloth kind of thing um, so yeah when uh, you know Kuri uh, tweeted out and tagged uh, GSA you know uh, that, that Oliver's great and you know because Oliver expressed on Twitter that that he was looking for you know some, some other opportunities to work in like esports or production or whatever it was and then Kuri tagged us letting us know like hey Oliver's great and, you know we've worked with with Kuri a few times before and he's great as well so I immediately was like oh let me check this guy out like what's he done um this sounds really promising we were uh actually looking to fill in like one more slot for uh, somebody that would come on to help us uh on production for online for in-person stuff so it all just worked out beautifully and then you know we chatted for a while I got to know him and 
what he's done for Minecraft, which has already been so much, as you guys know. I know you guys, you guys had him on. I love I love MCSR Ryan Tolliver is just such a genuine person. It's so cool. Yeah, he's a, and he's a beast, you know, at, at you know um, what he's what he's created and helped create and done for the community already. So yeah, we were just happy that that he he was happy to uh, come and and help us and work with us. And yeah, we got lots of plans uh, for lots of cool things that we're gonna do together. And you know, he's gonna keep doing all the cool stuff that he's already been doing. Um, so it's just been like a really nice, I don't know, a nice moment uh, that that we've come together. It's been a nice recent thing in GSA that's happened. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Before yeah. I ask my next question here, I do just want to give a shout out just in case they are listening to Red Lime also. Just I because we beat up Oliver so much and Red Lime, you almost only listening. Hopefully, hundred percent. I do want to big you up just for what you've done with ranked as well. I, I always give credit where credit's due, and I'm just using this segment here quickly just to say thank you to them as well because you know I know it's I know Oliver has an impact on it, but Red Lime does as well. No, I'm not saying that you've forgotten about them. I'm just saying myself that I just no, want to give props sure. to them credit where credit's due as well. No, absolutely, and, and as you should. Um, yeah, I haven't had the the pleasure of, of speaking or working with Redline. Uh, maybe you know we will now that uh, Oliver's joined the team, and you know hopefully we lab with CSR rank to to some extent. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Um, Redline should be given his flowers as well. My question then. All right. So obviously Oliver's looking to reach out. Corey Way Ping tagged you guys as you mentioned, and then you got on board, and uh, like Oliver's part of the team now. What is their impact specific? Sorry, I, I know we're talking about them specifically. I guess it's just also the way I found GSA and because it's Minecraft, and I think yeah, it's course. the first time we see GSA working with Minecraft speedrunning, which is interesting because I, mean, I could be wrong here, but if, if it is the case and I'm right, it's interesting considering you guys have been around for six years that so just Minecraft just hasn't been like looked at. Well, not looked at per se. Cool. I'm not saying it's open <laughs> overloads, but you, you get what I mean. You get what I'm trying to get there. <laughs> Uh, so sweet. yeah sorry go on yeah i'll let you say I'll i, I should it. answer yeah before you keep going that we we have we've actually done quite a decent amount with with minecraft speed have you? Um, yeah oh, yeah sorry God. Just, i'm so sorry i should have stopped you earlier no no it's okay it's okay um, oh no i just yeah now, we, now we, i'm just really embarrassed myself hold up no it's okay I, it's I, it's I there's it. no like documentation of like all the oh like, my god gsa minecraft 1.6.1 glitches and oh 2021 okay okay i think i can get away with it because then it was 2021 was like the like yeah. biggest one that shows up on 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 youtube sure yeah okay so i should stop <laughs> That's not good film. We've, we've done uh we've done a decent amount like we yeah like, i know, I think I know 2021 looking now, yeah. okay yeah so i think i think 2021 is the first one we did uh we've done like two maybe three different things online as well as like a series of uh open lta tournaments that's like the format that we do where like um you know you get eight hours each day or whatever over a weekend to get the best time possible uh, unlimited resets all the good stuff yeah, so we've done like a bunch of online things with that and then i think we've done two maybe three things in person if i'm remembering correctly with a group of minecraft runners that we had come out once it was at pace um pace 2022 i believe it was um yeah where i think it was for three days we had um a group of runners that came out and grinded and yeah it was it was really cool we've done a good amount of things with minecraft it's been a lot of fun um we had uh shifted recently in the last year or so to doing open lta tournaments like i mentioned mentioned where anyone can join that's sorry that's what i was trying to what's the difference that's the difference that anyone can join now to uh, our tournaments they're open um for all skill levels for all members of each community that we work with um and that's been hugely hugely because of uh, the run gg i got to give them a huge shout out joey from the run.gg um and all the work that he's put in there to basically make a well make a bunch of tools for speedrunning. but um specifically the one that's helped us is the live split plugin that uh, uh you guys 
guys know what live split is? I do not actually know. It's just it's just the timer, the timer software that like everybody oh. uses. Yeah, the little one that it's like it goes in the top right pretty much, yeah. There you go, I yeah. My, so for, so, yeah. my favorite speed runs. I've never done them. Well, I mean I've just I've just really embarrassed myself by saying that they've never worked with Minecraft when I look on you I all it is is a simple GSA Minecraft YouTube site. <laughs> oh, it's okay, no, you're seen, good, you're good. And I've seen about five or six different live streams. I I, I don't know how that's just brushed over my head or you you know what? You know what? That's that's definitely me just pretending that I don't know, right? Remember how there I mentioned go. it? That sometimes yes. that is definitely is the reveal. Well, that is. Then I talk about it. Yeah, that's a good prompt. It's a good prompt for sure. It's, it's a little bit. It's a little bit to get you to uh, kind of explain that you uh, that you have in fact worked with Minecraft. Uh, yeah, sorry, Karen. As you were with the split. Sorry, not the split. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So the basically live split is the software that uh, where all the all the data for your speed runs is held. It like splits your best time your best segments like all that stuff and uh, that's been around for years and uh yeah joey from the run gg made a plugin extension to that where in real time uh people's uh, information further speed runs get uploaded to and updated to the run gg so what that means is that we can have like an unlimited amount of people playing whatever game at the same time and we can see how they're all doing in real time and so the way that works then for production for these events is that we can see like okay we have like 50 people playing right now these are the tops like seven th that are deepest into their runs that are on good pace or whatever let's show these seven on stream um and then we just swap people in and out uh throughout you know the eight hours or whatever that day of the 50 people that are grinding all at the same time and uh, yeah that's kind of been the recently what we've been doing for the last year again hugely thanks to, to joey at the run gg and so for that reason um i always wanted to go back to doing something with minecraft but i guess just being caught up in like working with all these other communities i hadn't quite wrapped my head around like how we could do that format for minecraft when minecraft speedruns are relatively short and there's so many people that play minecraft so like you know it's one thing to have like a for 120 star for example 120 star is like an hour and a half and you know we get like 40 to 60 sometimes more people that play and so we swap streams you know in and out every five minutes or three minutes or 10 minutes even sometimes like you know you get a decent break but uh, i always thought you know with minecraft it would be literally every like 10 seconds you'd be having to you know change streams um which would be really tough to ask of a producer but recently um speckner actually do you guys know speckner i don't name oh. i don't but i've heard the name i don't know specifically yeah. so speckner um someone that we've worked with a few times on different online and in-person uh minecraft events for uh, minecraft speedrunning events speckner uh, has his own channel where he's done a bunch of speedrunning events as well and he actually pretty much did this exact format and so i asked him like dude how did you do it like was it not overwhelming and he was like no it went great and so i've been talking to him um about maybe doing something in the future to bring minecraft back and obviously talking to oliver to do the same thing um and oliver and speckner are friends so we're gonna make something happen in the near future for sure to get minecraft back in the mix uh which i'm really excited about um yeah i guess that was a long-winded way of, of saying that uh yeah we're we're getting back into minecraft speedrunning for sure very soon see the thing is we would have never got those answers had i have not said that gsa has never worked with minecraft see that's why i do it <laughs> podcast host you know <laughs> that's why i do <laughs> Uh, I mean, oh, I, no, I love it. The original question was going to be, how comes you brought Oliver on board? Like, what's that purpose do they serve? Before I went on that massive tangent, but then you answered it in your tangent. So I guess 
say, I guess that also works out perfectly. <laughs> Perfect. okay. we, we balance each other out with the tangents. Perfect. Honestly, right. when, when I'm not speaking, I kind of just settle into listening and I forget that I'm actively recording a podcast with you and not just watching it. You because I get Roman, really... <laughs> I get really like, oh, they're talking. About- that's interesting. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> Their voices are cool too. I'm just gonna like think about this. That's kind of what AJ does as well. When AJ says he's, he's, he's amazing, <laughs> he gets he gets so involved, of course. So we're very involved. He's very good host. Oh. But he also does sometimes just like not he not that he zones out per se, but he, he kind of that scenario where he's like, oh, no, he he just no sorry, he just sits back and listens. He knows he's actively here, but he just sits back and listens to us talk, kind of thing. Do you have a question? Huh? I do have a question though. I was gonna ask. Um, so I was watching like I was going through like. Uh, older like gsa broadcasts and stuff from like 2019 and so and i saw that like obviously back then there was like you know some speed runs with ludwig in but then i remember during the pandemic like i remember this like from the time itself that there was a lot of people just getting into the wildest like thing that they've never done before so a lot of people got into speed running a lot of people got into chess that became like a huge thing suddenly for like no specific reason other than just it did and like chess like speed run tournaments and that kind of thing really popped off mm-hmm. then speed run like with um different games like minecraft other like a lot of nintendo games always but i was gonna ask during the pandemic did you get more creators collabing with you or were the creators like the larger creators specifically like ludwig were they mostly doing stuff individually kind of like not necessarily amateur like just individually not necessarily speedrunning against other people or, or was there an increase in that time of like a, a bit of an audience widening i suppose like more people being reached uh sure i i guess in a general sense like you're saying yeah during the pandemic people were definitely branching out to trying different types of content i think like the f- uh, maybe i'm wrong but to me the first real instance of that of like so much crossover happening was among us um obviously that was like massive and so maybe like just that whole uh the sentiment or the idea of like crossover collaborations people trying new things maybe speedrunning benefited benefited from that a little bit um i think ludwig specifically had been speedrunning for like a while before mm-hmm. the pandemic uh, i'm not sure how early on but yeah i know that he's been doing it for a while for different games as well so yeah i think the the ludwig collaboration came to be that we were doing a charity event it was pace 2020 online that's what it was yeah because obviously we had to cancel uh, the in-person pace event for 2020 so we turned it into an online event because we had already announced our lineup of runners uh, like our content schedule everything and uh, so instead of you know just basically telling everybody that was going to be part of the event like sorry it's not happening we turned it into an online event got more people involved yeah and Ludwig was one of those people which was which was a lot of fun um, definitely helped uh, raise a lot of money for the charity and um, yeah that, that there was there was I'm trying to think who else like we collaborated with for the first time for that event I think Grand Pooh Bear was another cool one yeah so Ludwig, Grand Pooh Bear, uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember who else was a part of that one. Oakland Stevens, funny enough, full circle. That was actually funny. It sounds silly to say it, but it really was like a full circle moment for me, like discovering speedrunning through Clint in 2015. And then five years later, I have this like org and we're doing an event and we're collaborating with all these people and he was part of it and he had no idea who I was, obviously. But um, yeah, it was just really cool to um, for that full circle moment for me of like discovering speedrunning and then uh, working with the guy that, that helped me discover speedrunning <laughs> that's really amazing actually um i was gonna say something about ludwig i saw that like the first time you guys did something with ludwig i think it was like a, a long while before the the 2020 like not a long while i'm sorry but like a big break between that event and the 2020 event that you cited but uh so that he did a speedrun like in 2019 with uh, some uh, like i think it was a super mario 64 game against somebody else and that reminded me that i think like you said ludwig has been speedrunning like he's one of those larger creators who has been speedrunning since he was like really young like i think he used to speedrun like 
some some game that has Kirby, and I remember that he used okay. to talk about it. So he's like one of these creators that just has this long life of, of speedrunning that I think got kind of brought back and rejuvenated with you know initiatives like GSA, and then the pandemic intensifying it. Yeah, wow, no, I, I didn't know that, but yeah, that sounds like that makes sense for sure. I know, I know, Lud's been a, a fan of speedrunning for a long time. Um, actually, wow, I completely forgot that was actually the second time we had worked with Ludwig. Uh, we had once done a event in 2019, just before the pandemic, in California with uh, Beyond the Summit, who's unfortunately no no longer around. But um, mm. are you guys familiar with BTS, Beyond the Summit? I'm not, actually, no. So they were uh, a, like, esports event, like, production company, I think is, I think I'm uh, saying that correctly. Um, and they worked with, like, a bunch of different games, like Rocket League, Smash was, I think, what they were the most known for, or maybe Dota. Yeah, so they, they had just worked with all these other games, CSGO, and they basically did, like, really high production, invitational style events where they would invite like a bunch of popular people or the top esports people from these separate games uh, all under one roof. Uh, sorry, I should say that it's like one event at a time. So like for Smash, they would invite the top 16 or however many Smash players and do like a weekend event with those Smash players. Again, like really cool high production, lots of uh, original ideas. Um, and uh, yeah, we uh, I, I had just been a, a fan of the Smash community for, for a while. Um, Cheese especially. Cheese, my co-founder. Um, yeah. I've been a, a fan of Smash for a long time and uh, I don't quite remember how it was that we got connected with BTS but they were like yeah we've been thinking of doing a speedrun summit um, you know a speedrunning event basically where we invite a bunch of speedrunners and do a similar thing uh, but we kind of want to try out like an idea with you guys first or maybe we reached out to them I, I don't quite remember how it uh, panned out but basically we kind of did this trial run of a speedrun summit but we just called it BSA Legends ended up being the name of the event um, and uh, yeah we went in and did that with them uh, there was like a dozen or so speedrunners that came out and we did a bunch of showcase runs with them with each of their individual games we did a bunch of like kind of unique ideas uh, involving all of them like playing Smash Bros or playing like I think we did ping pong or like some other silly like just just fun stuff in an environment that you wouldn't normally see these speedrun influencers in so that was one of my favorite events yeah and Lud was there as part of the uh, commentary crew that did uh, uh, Mario Maker I think and maybe he helped with some other stuff i'm not remembering right now but um yeah so that was i think that was the first time we met ludwig and uh collabed with him oh i'm lying again there was actually one time before there was one oh time before at shine it doesn't make me feel better oh now there you go yeah because if you because if i don't even remember yeah how, if i don't even remember how are you gonna know yeah no it's all good um shine was another uh smash tournament that's no longer around, unfortunately but we did like a mini speedrunning event uh with them as well because they had a again they were like a big uh smash Bros. tournament and they just invited us to be kind of a uh, part of it and like have like a side event i guess um and so yeah lud also <laughs> came and uh did something for that i think it was like a mario maker race with cheese or with easy scape or something like that um anyway yeah sorry i kind of went on a tangent of like i just trying to just just trying to answer the question correctly that was the first time and then there was yeah. a couple other times wait yeah. there's another t- there's another time <laughs> <laughs> yeah at this point by the time this podcast comes out we've actually counted with ludwig about five more times <laughs> she's just yeah. everywhere like the smash community i remember that you said that, that i think that's what ludwig used to do that i was thinking of is ludwig used to do a lot of stuff in the smash community so that's interesting how that all ties in that the smash community has been so big with tournaments and all this stuff for years and years yeah 100 percent. yeah i know i know lud supported like a wide variety of, of different communities and you know smash obviously especially for him is um you know over the years is very important to the guy so um yeah it's been in general just like you know i mentioned shift before and grand Pooh bear and clint and blood and that's that's been 
one of the great parts of all of this is like meeting these people who like a lot of them I, I looked up to, you know, like very early on and, you know, still do in, in a lot of ways. Um, and just like meeting them, uh, working with them and then meeting like new people in all these different communities that I didn't know about that I would then come to like, you know, really respect and admire and like learn so much from all of that, like just the collaboration, whether you're like a big influencer or just like this moderator in this speedrun community and you don't really get like a lot of notice for it. Um, but, you know, they were like great to work with and like I learned a lot from them. All that's just been really, really unique experience, I feel. The amount of times to talk about Ludwig, it makes it like Ludwig tying back farther and further back, like remembering more and more things. It feels like one day you're going to look at like these black and white pictures of the founding of GSA and you're going to see Ludwig in the background <laughs> of all of them just inserted into there. When yeah, people are going to be like, what? Like Ludwig's part of GSA or what? What's going on here? Yeah. yeah. With GSA, obviously, you know, you earn money from it. That's that's pretty established. You also give away money in a sense of like tournaments and stuff because that's how tournaments work. Uh, but you also do a lot of charity tournaments. How exactly do those work? I don't really have a set question here. I'm kind of just hoping I can sure. say this and you possibly answer it in what I'm looking for, I guess. I guess I can build on it, but really? build on your answer in a sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, so since uh, late 2019 or early 2020, we've worked with like a wide variety of different charities. Basically like in 20, yeah, around then we thought, you know, a huge aspect of what speedrunning is known for is the charity aspect, right? Um, you know, whether that's GDQ or ESA or, you know, these other orgs that have supported, uh, tremendously, tremendously supported like a bunch of different charities. We were like, yeah, like we're doing competitive speedrunning and stuff and we've been doing that for the last year, but why don't we just also implement the charity aspect of it? You know, there's no reason not to. It like really uh, gives it um, a, a different, just like another spin on like why this is great, like why I'm tuning in and why I'm watching and why I'm supporting. Um, and there's so many, you know, worthy causes out there that, uh, that you know, need the help and, and deserve the help. So um, yeah, I think through the first like idea for that was through CLG because Cheese was on CLG at the time um, and they were doing like a um, charity campaign I think for Tackle Kids Cancer uh, and they yeah. asked us if we wanted to be a part of it um, and so we did it and it was great raised some money for them and then yeah I think after that we were like why don't, why don't we just keep doing this this was great and so yeah basically we kept doing I guess that's the, to start the answer since then we have kind of kept doing what, what it is that uh, we started doing which was like speedrunning events marathons and uh, and uh, competitive tournaments and all of that but we've just added the charity Conan as well um, so yeah I guess that's to answer your question of how it works I guess that's it what's your biggest fundraise our biggest singular one uh, god I guess it kind of depends because if you're talking about like an individual event M money raised I, I guess in, in, in a period of time what's that your most I sure. guess the one you, you know you remember best would probably be the best answer for this uh, yeah so probably I have a list of the different ones uh, I'd say the two that stand out was being part of TwitchCon in 2022 oh cool uh, we had yeah we had uh, they invited us out to have like uh, to run their charity stage to just they're like hey like we want to do some kind of charity content sorry some kind of uh, content have a stage for it and it and it raised money for charity basically so we were like oh well yeah we can totally do that um, they had worked with GDQ before so they know they knew um, what speedrunning was all about and other type of content that it was so yeah we we had the pleasure of going over there and, and doing that and uh, uh, together we raised uh, over fifty thousand uh, dollars, which was which was awesome. Um, and then on our own event, I think Pace twenty twenty or Pace Summer twenty twenty three both hit over twenty thousand dollars. I think Pace twenty twenty three hit thirty, yeah, thirty thousand. So that was great as well. Yeah, I'd say those are the two that stand out. Summer last year, and then TwitchCon. If a charity wants to essentially, I guess best word I can use is collab with you, or somebody wants to 
collab with you to raise money and stuff like that how i guess how exactly do they go about that do they just reach out is there like a certain thing behind it like say okay yeah i guess that's yeah i was trying to think of an example but i don't actually have one that's I, that's what i got <laughs> no you're good um yeah so right now uh we're, we've been pretty dedicated to current charity partner which is urban arts they're awesome they're they're a non-profit that are based in new york and they basically help like underprivileged kids um with uh an after school program to learn like video game design and coding for video games that's really cool um and art for video games yeah it's it's awesome they teach them like all these different programs and help them basically build a portfolio to apply for college um and have all these things and 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 skills and tools under their belt to be able to go to college so yeah that's that's our current charity partner uh we've been working with them pretty closely for since 2021 i want to say see yeah since 2021 yeah so we're, we're pretty i guess to answer your question of how like other charities could could get involved with us um there are like individual events um that you know we've been a part of like twitchcon or i think it was another recent one um i can't remember right now but where we're totally open to working uh with other charities um but right now like urban arts has really uh been a, a close partner of ours for for several years now so like all of the when we do an event um if we can we do it for them if that makes sense because we really uh just want to keep supporting them and they've been uh, really great with us they've sponsored our events for for years as well helping us you know pay like commentators helping us pay producers things like that so yeah we just we work really closely with them that's really sweet actually it's really cool how um yeah, it's awesome. was that the was that the twitchcon one as well was that the charity for twitchcon or was that a different one uh so twitchcon was actually i think 10 different charities oh, urban okay. arts was one of them um but yeah there was a bunch of other ones i think gamers outreach was one i don't remember the other ones uh yeah so twitchcon was i think yeah that that over fifty thousand. i think it was fifty three thousand um was split evenly between all of them um which was really nice as well yeah and and touching on urban arts as well um I think in 2022, I want to say, uh, Cheese and I had actually the pleasure of going to their headquarters, like to their school where they where they are in New York, just after a pace event that we did, because Maryland is like, you know, like a three, I think it was like a three or four hour drive from New York. Um, so we got to meet the teachers and the students and the staff and see all the things they had going on, all their projects and had to sit down with them and did like a Q&A because um, a few of them were like big fans of Cheese because Cheese is a, you know, like a speedrun influencer, let's say. So yeah, that was all really, really, really cool. I think about that trip a lot. We've mentioned cheese quite a lot here. How did you two meet? Yeah, um, so we were both Mario boys. He's like, in my eyes, still like the goat of Mario just because of the era that I came into the Mario 64 speedrunning scene. And so, you know, I, I looked up to cheese for, for many years. Obviously, I was like trying to beat him, you know, for, for the better part of two years, trying to grind my way up to getting world record. Um, didn't end up getting anywhere close. Again, I want to be very clear on that because uh, it'll <laughs> sound funny to my my fellow Mario 64 speedrunners but uh yeah I think we met at a GDQ in 2017 I want to say yeah and I remember you know being all like nervous to say hi to him I, he was practicing I like didn't want to bother him and um anyway he was really nice uh because anyone who's met Cheese will, will tell you he's a huge sweetheart and uh yeah we just talked a little bit um hung out maybe a few times throughout the week and then at the following GDQ that I saw him was 2018 summer of 2018 
Um, and we just hung out more. We got like even closer. We played soccer uh, in the parking lot with like some other some other speedrunners like Nicrovita, the Mario Odyssey guy. Um, I've actually seen yeah. the runs before them. Oh no way! Sometimes I just slap on. Um, I am. I'm assuming I have because sometimes when I'm editing a podcast, I watch Mario Odyssey speedruns on like YouTube. There's like a playlist out there somewhere. I, I don't know why specifically. It's just really calming. Or even like Twitch stream. Sometimes I'll try and pull them up if like someone's live because they're just really calming to watch while editing i can't i can't explain it if you try and ask me to explain why it's like that i can't but yeah so i have i've actually i actually know who that is funny enough <laughs> oh cool yeah no i mean odyssey is a, is a great game um and he was he's nick's a, a really cool guy too anyway yeah it was just that that uh that summer gdq event that uh we just kind of hung out a lot more and then kept uh kept talking over discord and stuff and eventually when steve and i kind of had the idea for for gsa um we very quickly were like you know okay how do we make this happen who who else should we like partner with or bring on board that like we try and think would be interested and you know cheese was like kind of a obvious person to ask um and he loved the idea uh right away like since day one was all about it and has been helping us and been a part of it ever since look how far it's come in six years crazy yeah yeah it's pretty insane um i think for this coming pace the one in june we're gonna have over 500 people Jeez. which is really really insane to think about because you know again and it feels it feels weird to me especially because i i still feel like that guy that just like stumbled across speedrunning on Twitch and um, you know streamed Mario 64 to like 10 people for like a year um, and now we have and then you know we started GSA doing online events and then it was like well let's try an in-person one and we had like 100 to 100 people show up sorry 100 to 150 people show up and that was like crazy and now we're like hitting 500 it's just yeah it's been a, a pretty surreal ride and pretty funny and weird to, to look back on all of it was I, I want to ask. Oh yeah, you go ahead. Sorry, if you can keep, you can keep on. No, you can keep on. I was just gonna say it's uh, the thing about like the whole. I was just watching speedrunning on Twitch, and then now I've come this far. It's a bit like with the podcast. Like uh, I used to, my first ever job was a warehouse, and then I got into listening to a podcast called Jack May's Happy Hour, and then I started to offer a show. Oh, I know Jack You know Jack May? Oh yeah. So I listen. I used to yeah. love the. I mean, I say used to because I just haven't had time to listen to it. Just with my new job, I can't. My earphones in, and at home, I'm busy working on my own one. So sure, sure. But uh, like Jack Mate's Happy Hour. I I got really into listening to that absolutely loved it and i and at the time i was doing commentary videos so i was like oh my god i love talking why don't i start my own podcast so it's just kind of funny to hopefully think that in two three years the podcast will be massive and hopefully like you know as grow as much as gsa did see not in the same sense because they're two completely different entities we get the idea i'm trying to get mm -hmm. and so it's just crazy to think that i was like oh because of my warehouse job i listened to a podcast for the first time ever because i didn't really listen to podcasts i liked that one so much and thought crap i want to do this and and now look you know you watch speedrunning you got into speedrunning more so like partly because of that and he was like crap i want to <laughs> do what i'm doing now and now look you know you're on the you're on the inside mc podcast how far you come <laughs> so, but yeah <laughs> it, it's yeah. just crazy just how the world works of like growth if you really want something and you work towards it, it kind of you you reap the results which you're doing right now in a sense 500 people is exactly. massive you know like 500 people in one room if you if you put that in perspective that's like that's that's 500 viewers on twitch consistently
consistently in the same room as you pretty much it's like what the heck <laughs> pretty much no but it is like, yeah, it, it, I, I guess the point comparison i'll put into perspective sorry yeah definitely I, I just wanted to say that yeah these are both you know your story my story and and so many people other uh so many other people out there stories of yeah just you you see something you know you get like an itch in your brain like i wonder if i could do that i wonder like you know oh i, I have a unique idea for like how i would spin this and you know it just it takes time usually it takes a, a long time for for things to to move in the direction that you were like envisioning at the beginning or whatever but you really can it really is possible for anyone who has that itch that they got a scratch of like i just really want to try this and, and see where it goes yeah i, I think that's a important thing to say for for people listening you really can do it yeah i think orbits like orbits picked up inside mc you know back up what earlier in 2023 after not doing that like dedicatedly for a while because it took up a lot of time that you didn't have for a while and then you got it back it like got it back to motion and then you got all these amazing guests on one after the other the more you started to put work into it and people started to oh, notice yeah. the work into it so it's like for orbits i feel it's such a personal kind of like topic i suppose just as, just as it is for you and what i was going to ask or was i want to know what speed running kind of is to you like in what you can take that question as deeply <laughs> as you want really but um what does it bring how does it def- how is it defined where do you think it'll go from like gear like it doesn't have to go anywhere particularly different from where it is now which is like any ideas you have about it and how many feelings you have about it that you feel like you want to talk about for sure wow what is speed running to me yeah that's a, a good way to present the question because i could talk about it uh you know what i see in the speed running community and then like what it means what it's done for me personally or what it means to me personally i guess like i guess a bit of both like for me first it's really it's given me a huge sense of purpose in my life um just put it simply and like i guess as accurately as i can yeah because you know when i when i stumbled across speed running in 2014 or 15 whenever i said i i was in school i was in college i had just finished like my first year doing business uh in canada and i really wasn't happy i was just deeply like bored not uh like i didn't understand why i was doing what i was doing and like you know i felt like i was just putting on this facade of like yeah no i'm going to school i'm doing this and you know when you when when you kind of throw yourself into a life that isn't meant for you and you live that for long enough uh it it does like really not great things to you you know you, you just don't feel good so um i stopped going to school because i i felt like i just i wasn't in a good place and the only thing um that i really had enthusiasm for uh was soccer uh, i mean that's always been in the background but like even that i had kind of started or stopped playing because i like felt sad and stuff only thing that really like got me out of bed to like do something and like um learn more about it and all that kind of thing was was speed running um so to me speed running is yeah definitely given my life a sense of purpose and everything that's come after it i mean i mean that it's all the things i've talked about like the sense of community um the the competitive aspect you know i would i really grinded mario 64 for a long time and like learned so much about the game it's such a beautiful deeply complicated and intricate game it's also a piece of shit but it's <laughs> it's uh it's so um it's so awesome and uh you know getting to learn more about the community uh in general both in mario and in uh in speed running overall yeah it's just it's just given me so many friendships so many experiences so many memories so many goals uh to keep pushing towards so many lessons uh, i could go on but yeah that's that's what speed running uh is to me and uh and then i think in general like what i see and like what i respect the most about speed running again i've touched on it a bit but it, it really is the sense of community the the welcoming of new members to it the charity aspect of like millions and millions and millions of dollars being raised 
across uh, so many different events um, for these different causes. The creativity, like the inspiration, you know, of like strat discoveries of um, uh, uh, routes being created for new games, like the collaboration, the people that grind these games um, to push world records lower and lower and push their communities to new heights, um, the content creators, like just everything, the, the creativity and inspiration is, is really endless. And uh, I don't know, I feel like, you know, somebody in my life recently, a good friend of mine, uh, from Colombia, actually, you know, uh, Roman, me, you and I were talking yeah. about Colombia. Um, a childhood friend that I've had uh, since I was like one or two years old or something, like her parents knew each other and all this stuff. And like, I didn't, I hadn't uh, seen him since I left Colombia and I had no memories of him really. And then we met again recently, which was really cool. And uh, he's a doctor now and he's, you know, doing well for himself and everything. And I talked to him about pretty much this, not to this uh, extent or this depth. We got into it a little bit. Um, we were with Cheese as well, because we had just come back from, from a pace event, you know, and it felt kind of silly sitting there uh, talking to this doctor about, um, you know, where the the same age he's a doctor i'm a speedrun events guy um <laughs> and so you know i tried to like keep it to a to a minimum and he like was just really curious he like kept asking about it and he was like man that's crazy that's so insane like but he was very very genuine about it like this is so cool what you're doing and you know learning about the community and stuff and i was like yeah but it, you know you're like saving lives and <laughs> i'm uh, you know putting on video game events it's you know you don't have to like hype it up too much and he said no like what i've learned through observing the world and through learning medicine and everything is that to him there is like two kinds of jobs that like society has if you like want to broadly put them into two different buckets there is like jobs or dedications whatever passions uh, that uh that keep society that keep the structure of society you know jobs that are necessary doctors teachers farmers like you know the list goes on those are jobs that like are necessary uh to keep society functional and then there's the other side uh jobs that like make people want to live make people want to like be inspired and like give them purpose and yeah and he said that you know it was really nice of him to say that that's like what what mine fell under you know the that uh what i try and give the community is like helping that because it's what's that's what the community's done for me and uh yeah it was just sorry i'm getting emotional oh that apologize um, that's really sweet yeah oh I, I hadn't really i hadn't really, really seen really it <laughs> i hadn't really seen it that way you know like uh that that's that is what I'm, I'm trying to do and i'm trying to give the people you know help them uh make memories and um have things to look forward to give them a sense of purpose as well whether it's with their friends or like you know being part of our events and competing or like whatever it is yeah it's uh it's really important to me and it's what stands out to to me about speedrunning for sure oh it's really really sweet that's so positive I, I absolutely agree with your um your friend as well because like i am a teacher but then i don't know life is just really miserable if you don't do like you know the, this kind of thing it's really it's it's the kind of thing that makes you happy you got to be happy to actually be able to do everything else in your life and enjoy it for sure yeah and they're they're equally important right like um mm -hmm. you don't have one without the other because you need you need inspiration and you know there's musicians there's people that make movies there's youtubers there's podcasters you know um <laughs> all these all these different people that like add to the flavor and the um beauty of life and i would say like people that maintain the structure of society do those things can do those things in their own way as well but you can't have one without the other right they just they feed into each other um and they're both uh equally as important and i definitely i definitely agree with him on that
that. That just shows like the genuinity of it. I don't even know if ge- genuinity is just not a word, but I don't care. <laughs> it just shows how genuine you are with it all. Like you know, I think the, mo- the the biggest the biggest per- the kind of person you can trust with something, especially creatively, is the kind of person that has passion for it. That's why that's why when you said the thing about hoplite, I was thinking like, yeah, the, the things that tend to work and be really positive in the world are the passion projects that are made by the people who love the thing they're doing already because they'll put love into it. They won't put corporate like profit driving you know, measures into it that take the, those aspects out. They'll find a way to do, you know, the passionate part and the loving part as well as, you know, sustaining themselves and the thing that they're doing without harming it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a, it's definitely something I, I try to keep in a balance as best I can um, not to like sway it one way or the other. You know, this is obviously a business and like I need to put food on the table and like, you know, I want to buy a house one day, same as everybody else, all that kind of thing while still, yeah, maintaining the, the aspect of, you know, what I talked about and the, the passion and the doing things for the good of the community and, and all that kind of thing. So it's definitely a balancing act, but it's one that over the years, I think I've, I've improved on. And uh, yeah, I just, I look forward to like keep doing, I guess. And a bit more of a non-emotional note here. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Good idea. <laughs> uh, we, we, you know, we've said the word speed run so many times. Uh, I wonder why. Uh, something that's just bizarre to me. And I guess really, really shows the, the GSA, the Global Speedrunning Association in the GSA, in a sense of like just why the name fits so perfectly. On Twitch, you literally have the handle speedrun. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right, yeah. Huh? How? I don't know. There's friends in high places, man. I don't know what to. No, it's a, it's a pretty. Uh, Not like <laughs> one of the things that like this just further adds to the the whole narrative. Like we really are, we really were created by the community, and the community has given us so much, which I, I actually want to get into after. Uh, it's something I haven't talked to enough about, like the yeah, people that have supported us. But uh, yeah, the the speedrun handle. I mean, really, it comes down to the relationship that Cheese had uh, with the previous owner of speedrun.com, Pack. And uh, yeah, he said that. No, he said. How should I say this? Um, when me, Stephen Cheese, created GSA, and we had, uh, we were talking about, okay, how do we, who do we work with? How do we keep this growing? Like, how do we make things happen? What events should we do? Well, Cheese mentioned, you know, like I, I'm good friends with the owner of speedrun.com and he had been for years through like meeting at different gdq events and stuff and pack was you know a fan of cheeses i should say is a fan he's not he's not not a fan anymore he's not dead but he he's no longer really in the community as far as i know i guess that's why i'm using past tense but uh yeah cheese mentioned that he was friends with pack and uh you know we could talk to him to see how like speedrun.com could help us on our mission to make like competitive speedrunning happen uh on like a larger scale or whatever and so you know okay i made this whole presentation of like gsa working with speedrun.com and how we would both benefit you know obviously more so us in the beginning but like if our vision came to vision came to fruition <laughs> uh that uh, long term you know speedrun.com would benefit from like new players like being involved more people discovering speedrunning like all that stuff um and he had no business loving it as much as he did or believing in us as much as he did but you know Peck is just a, a genuine nice guy and he was like yeah i love it like i don't even need you guys to like really sell me on it i just i love the idea of like this aspect of speedrunning being pushed further and the vision of it all and he was like yeah great like how can i help he like promoted us on speedrun.com for our first event and uh, put our stream on the front page and like all this all this stuff it was amazing and he was like oh by the way like i just personally like own twitch.tv speedrun do you want it 
um and we were like do we want it <laughs> uh yeah yeah definitely that that would help for sure so that's how that came to be because you also have speed run 2 speed run 3 <laughs> yeah. yeah those were actually just <laughs> available believe it or not i couldn't believe it but and speed run 4 and 5 available, they were you know uh i don't know i guess let's check right now twitch.tv i mean that, that could, <laughs> i could have just done that myself actually yeah no yeah i could have just searched out speed uh, run 5 it does it does the those two do exist i think uh, uh, which is fine somebody maybe. copied you guys <laughs> or me i don't know I, i'm pretty sure anyway that they just didn't exist we might have had some help from twitch on that end it must maybe speedrun two and three were like inactive since like 2011 or something so they just gave them to us i don't quite remember but they don't normally tend yeah. to do that that's a that's a genuine generous offer from twitch <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah we've i guess it, yeah it's a segue into um what i was saying before about the people that have supported us twitch is definitely uh one of the uh the entities that has really supported us throughout the year since the very beginning really they helped us like put on the um our first in-person event and like have promoted us on front page a ton over the years and those kinds of things yeah uh, vg boot camp are you guys familiar with vg boot camp the smash guys no um, i think i've heard of it but i haven't actually seen that yeah so they basically have like the largest pretty sure the largest uh super smash bros channel on twitch they they run like a, a ton of the biggest uh uh smash tournaments and they have for like i don't know how long i actually i don't even want to say because it might be even longer than that yeah and they're just great guys uh we made a connection with them through cheese as well i think cheese was at a, a twitchcon event in 2018 and met them and they were like hey yeah we it's two brothers uh apostle and gimmer they were like yeah cheese yeah we're fans like we like uh we love speedrunning and and cheese told them about gsa and they were like oh that's so cool well you guys want to do an event like we have a venue in maryland um and uh yeah if you guys ever want to try doing an in-person event like you know we'd love to help you and they've been helping us with that ever since um so vg boot camp is definitely another big player in all of this um who else i mean yeah the run gg like i mentioned um the sponsors and charities that we've worked throughout the years but really like i think the biggest source of help that we've had that like we'll never be able to repay is people that just like the hundreds of different volunteers and people that have just like given their time to like help us with so many different things whether it's at events or online or in chat or like on their own they like code something for us and that like we needed or like so many things that we often don't even ask for they just do because they want to support as been like yeah another really special thing to me um that all like again we'll never be able to repay everybody for so yeah that's all that's how all of this has happened uh, as far as people that have helped for sure there you go and that's your little message to the community your little thank you from everyone behind gsa it doesn't need everyone to say it. you can speak for everyone which i'm sure everyone who works with gsa has the exact same feelings as you do right now and it's a massive like thank you to the community thank you to everyone who has i, I mean i guess that goes for the podcast as well like you know it's the exact same to you roman as well like right now you're volunteering mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That. So it's a thank you to you in the sense of Aww. just helping out. Yeah, so. Oh god, this is getting more emotional <laughs> than I thought we would. Oh jeez. It's I good really though, it's good, you know. Emotionality, <laughs> great. I'm just gosh. making up words at this point. I need to stop. It just <laughs> sounds like it's right. it. Farm it for views. That's my motto. <laughs> Milo gets emotional no, actually... on the inside MC podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, getting emotional is very positive. Well, no, really but you're being once again, it just does show how genuine you are. I said it before, you genuinely give a crap. You genuinely wanted to do well, you genuinely care and this is proving it right now this isn't false this isn't fake this is you being you and you talking about something you love and enjoy it's great to hear mm-hmm. Massive you, respect. I, I appreciate that well with that then Roman do you have any other questions yeah. oh I don't think so because you answered everything I had so well actually the other questions I had have already gone as well the ones that I didn't ask do you have anything else to talk about Milo that we just haven't covered that you thought we were going to ask and we didn't or have we pretty much covered every aspect that, that we can think of right now 
Uh, I think that about wraps it up. I, I just really want to thank you guys. Um, like I said, I mean, I was pretty nervous coming into this. I think yeah, obviously you guys picked up on that in the beginning, maybe throughout. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really, uh, like I said, uh, do this do this often or get people that like ask this many uh, in-depth questions about what it is that I do and GSA and everything. So it's just been really nice. Um, and uh, definitely some unexpected sides to it. I did not expect to cry. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, um, I didn't even realize you were crying. I, I, it's, you sound like you got sad, but I didn't know you actually cried. That's fine. Yes. Oh well, who cares? It's, 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 I'm, it's really, like... I'm not, not going to judge you. I, I was I was doing Minecraft roleplay two nights ago, and as I was speaking in it, I started to sob, and you can see my face on the webcam. So I, t I totally get you. Like I'm the same. I just I just I just get emotional. There you go. No, it was it was a good yeah. cry. It was a good like a happy cry. You know. Just yeah, it's a happy, thankful things. cry. Cool. Sure. For sure. Yeah. No. And I and I appreciate you guys just being um very welcoming and and kind and and everything. It was it was a great chat. So thank you. Oh, that's why I love really the podcast. Too, yeah. It's just it's a great <laughs> no, but it's just true. So it's, it's just a great place to give people like yourself. You know, like sometimes you'll ask questions you never even thought about answering, and you've answered everything so well. You know, so it's that that that's why I love it. <laughs> that's why that's why we do yeah. it. Thank you. I really appreciate it, and uh, you know, I hope you you keep uh, you know doing the podcast and getting all the guests that you want and everything. Uh, it's definitely a, a cool um, channel that I, you know I wasn't aware of for this as well. So I, I look forward to yeah, hearing future episodes who you have on and all that stuff. So yeah. Just thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, with that, then, before I do the outro here, Milo, uh, I always like to give it for you to promote yourself. Uh, you can promote yourself, you can promote GSA. I know we've talked about it a bunch, but like the apps on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. I mean, I guess Twitch is just speedrun, we know that, but everywhere else. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I have plans to start streaming again this year. Um, Ooh. a bunch of different stuff, but mainly Mario speedruns again. Um, I guess I'll, I'll say that out loud and now I got to make it happen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just Milo, Milo GSA on everything on Twitter and, and, uh, and Twitch, if you want to keep up with you know, what I'm doing. And then obviously GSA is at global speedrun on Twitch and then, sorry, on Twitter and then on Twitch, it's just speedrun, like you mentioned. Um, so yeah, other than that, I just want to say to anyone listening if you're not into speedrunning or uh, or just haven't had a chance to check it out definitely check it out there's something for everybody whether it's minecraft or some childhood game you play it or a game that just came out or anything um and yeah just check it out there's so many communities so many people to meet so many cool things you can do with it and it's just great so i strongly recommend and if you're a minecraft viewer listening to this and you want to kind of look more at speedrunning psa has done loads of loads of collabs with minecraft which i definitely knew prior to the podcast so <laughs> you, can go, you can go find it out there you can go look at some of the some of the cool stuff there which i mean now probably i probably will do now to be honest because and I, I followed like i follow every ranked season i follow everything so i might as well have a look at yeah, there's currently like a there's a kind of like a speed run world cup going on as well so i've been following that there's anything i don't oh, know sick. i love it so much man i love i just love speed running in general um but i i, I kind of want to watch more stuff regarding it so uh, i think i will have to look more into gsa look at prior live streams and stuff not even just minecraft just games in general yeah yeah thank you man and if you guys buy some chance ever make it out to a, a pace event uh, definitely let me know would love to catch up in real life as well and um for you guys to see what, what we got going on um yeah and that goes for anybody uh, listening as well come to pace pace is really yes. special um I, I put everything i can into it and it's gonna be great this year i'm looking forward oh, to sure, it guys. i'll be watching yeah. from england oh actually wait <laughs> it's in june i oh, know yeah I, i'll be i'll be in england the november one probably will also be in england but at one point in the next coming <laughs> okay. years someday, I, will, someday. I will be there someday well, I mean, 
I'm yeah. hoping to go to America this year, and it'll be the first time I go. So once I go to America and I get the oh taste God. of it, oh, I'm I'm trying to go TwitchCon America. We'll see. But uh, once I get the taste for it, I might be able to. I might be able to not be so scared. <laughs> and go <laughs> elsewhere. So. No, hell yeah. We can we can plan an inside MC trip taste. There you go. I mean, there will definitely. I'm not gonna say when, but in the very near future, be some kind of Minecraft event at Pace for sure. Oh, cool. So you know, there we go. That. See if there's any motivation for you listening to this podcast to save money to go to Pace and meet some really cool speedrunners. Because I'm assuming a lot of the MCSR people will be there. Wouldn't make any sense for them not not to be. There we go. Save save for Pace 2025 or 2024, maybe. Who knows? At one point in the near future. There we go. Without leaking too much. <laughs> With that being said, then Milo, thank you so so much for taking time out of your day to join us and thank you so much for kind of enlightening us on what gsa is i mean i found out about gsa the same time as you found out about the podcast so it's kind of like a mutual thing of just finding something new that's cool you know so i mean i'm complimenting myself here but that's fine you know (laughs) and uh roman roman thank you for taking time out of your day also actually it's only evening for me at this point Uh, thank you for taking time out of your day to come and co-host podcast uh you obviously did most of the research for this so coming in clutch as per usual and you got to put it to use <laughs> by actually being here looking at it eh? yeah no, it, was, it was my honor to be here it's really really fun to, to be here yeah it was a really good chat as well so thank you milo and thank you orbits with that being thank said, you then, so much no worries this has been midweek mc thank you all for listening stay safe don't eat too much bread check out gsa pieces